Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome everybody to Get Paid for Your Pad episode 109. And as always, I want to start with a shout out to Hostfully, the sponsor of this podcast. Hostfully makes beautiful guidebooks, online guidebooks. Guidebooks are very important to communicate local recommendations to your guests. And instead of composing a PDF document or a work document, you can go to hostfully.com slash pad, P-A-D, and there you can compose a beautiful online guidebook. And if you sign up now, you actually get a free guidebook consultation exclusive to Get Paid for Your Pet listeners. So go ahead and check out Hostfully, that's H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y.com slash pad. So I'm in uh, Los Angeles right now. It is Sunday, November 20th. And... Yesterday, the Airbnb Open 2016 concluded. It was a three-day event. It was a really big event. It was the first time that Airbnb organized the Airbnb Open. The first one was in 2014 in San Francisco, and that was a relatively smaller event. Uh, I think there was about 1,000, maybe 1,500 people there. Uh, last year, it was in Paris. And there were apparently there were about 5,000 people. And this year, if we have to believe Airbnb, then there was 15,000 tickets sold. Now, I don't know if there were 15,000 Airbnb hosts because there was a big concert on Saturday night. And I think it was open to the public. And so I don't know if they included all the tickets they've sold for that concert or if there was actually 15,000 Airbnb hosts at the event. But anyway, it was a very big event. It was three days. There was lots and lots of speakers. There was over a hundred in total, I think. And just, uh, you know, lots of things to do. So it was really awesome. So I just wanted to update you a little bit on, you know, what went down, what the announcements were. And um, I'll start with uh, Wednesday night. I met up with all the, all the speakers actually at the Airbnb Open because for the first time, they, they actually invited me to speak. Well, they didn't really invite me. Uh, my good friend, David Jacoby, who's the CEO of Hostfully, he applied for me to speak at the Airbnb Open, and, and that's how I got to speak. And so I met up uh, on Wednesday night with lots with a lot of the other speakers, and um, there were some people who, uh, who've actually been on the podcast. There was Evelyn Badia, who's been on the podcast before. There was Alex Nick, and... Susan Douglas, who was actually in the latest episode, episode number 108. Uh, there was a lot of people who worked for Airbnb as well. So it was really cool to uh, to meet everybody. And they gave us kind of the instructions for our speaking gig. Then Thursday morning, there was a big event 
at the Orpheum Theater downtown LA, where Brian Chesky was to announce what he said would be the most important announcement for Airbnb since they started. And so everyone was pretty excited about that. Um, I didn't really know what he was going to announce. Uh, I had a suspicion, though. Uh, but it was, uh, I think it pretty much exceeded everyone's expectations. It was it was pretty awesome. And if you go to the website, airbnbopen.com, you can actually watch the video where he makes the announcement. But I just wanted to go through what he announced and what the changes are to Airbnb. So first of all, the homes thing is, you know, is, is still going to be Airbnb's main gig, but there's two other things that they've added to the app. The first one is called Places. And Places, I kind of see it as Foursquare or Yelp integrated into the Airbnb app. So if you go to your Airbnb app, because it, it's already live, if you update it, then you should see that there's there's now a tab called Trips. And there you can find homes, experiences, and places. And places are basically recommendations from local hosts on restaurants and all sorts of places that you can visit as a as a traveler. And so these places, they you know they get there's comments from from Airbnb hosts, and you can even book restaurants through the app, which is which is pretty cool. But I think the major, the bigger addition to the platform is the experiences and this is something that you know, i think a lot of people have were expecting and i think they've worked for, on it for uh, quite a long time and it is kind of a logical next step because you know if you think about a travel experience you know the accommodation is only part of it right if you go on a trip you need a place to stay but obviously you want to do something you want to get to know the, the city or wherever you are, you want to have experiences. And what most travelers do is they, you know, they go to the tourist highlights, right? And they buy maybe like a Lonely Planet book or they go on the internet and they find out like what are the most interesting things to see in the particular place where they are visiting. And so what's interesting about that is that those places that most visitors will go to, those ex the experiences that they will have are typically not the experiences that locals would have. And yeah, I, I can tell since I started hosting on Airbnb, I've been seeing the city of Amsterdam a little bit different than before because you know how there's these all these touristy things to do. And as a local, even though it might be interesting to do them, as a local, it, you just don't associate with it, right? It might be like certain museums or certain, you know, certain highlights. I know in Holland, for example, the biggest tourist attraction in Holland is it's called the Keukenhof, and it's it's this place where they have a lot of flowers. I, I don't know exactly uh, what it's like because I've never been. But there's, you know, there's tons of flowers and I think they, they create like beautiful like landscapes with, you know, with tulips and I don't know, with roses or something. Anyway, th this is the biggest tourist attraction in Holland and I've never been and I don't think most of my friends have been there either. And it's just that I think, you know, you kind of take for granted the, uh, the things that you have as a country or as a city. And, you know, maybe you don't really appreciate it as much because, you know, to you, it's just a normal thing, you know, like if you grow up in Holland, there's a lot of flowers. And so, you know, 
to me it's kind of like yeah there's flowers you know but uh for a lot of people from other countries that's you know that's a really special and, and beautiful thing but um anyway the idea behind experiences is that you know as a visitor to experience the city as a local and so anyone can now create an experience on airbnb so what is an experience well for example you know you could take a few people on a, on a pub crawl or something or you could you could drive them around the city and show them the most interesting spots you could you know provide surf lessons there's there's all sorts of things that you can think of whatever you're passionate about whatever you enjoy doing and sharing with other people from all around the world you can now create that experience and can, you can sell it on the airbnb platform and you don't have to be a host to do that so this really opens up airbnb as a platform to pretty much anyone who has an internet connection or a, a laptop or a smartphone you know which which is like pretty much everyone right so i think that's really cool uh, i think it's a very logical move and a very very cool move as well so very excited about that i was i was already uh was already thinking about what kind of experience i could create but then i'm i'm usually not uh in amsterdam very long so I think this is more, you know, suitable to people who are based in one location than for somebody like me who's always traveling. But I, I do want to think about, you know, how can I participate in this? Because, I, you know, I really want to be uh, part of it as well. So experiences are not yet available everywhere. They have started with 12 cities. So they are Los Angeles, Paris, Tokyo, London, I'm just scrolling through the app as I speak. San Francisco, I see Cape Town, and then I see Seoul in Korea, Florence in Italy, Detroit, Miami, and Nairobi. I believe that is in Kenya, is it? Not sure. Uh, and Havana in uh, Cuba, and Oahu, Oahu in Hawaii. So those are the 12 cities where you can now create experiences and experiences come in two sorts you can either create a an immersion experience where you teach or do something with with people for several days and you can also create a shorter experience that would only take like a few hours or so so if you scroll through the app you'll you'll get an idea of what the type of experiences people are offering and um, that way you can get some inspiration for if you want to create your own experience but let me just go through the experiences that i see in la just to give you an idea uh, i see farming and gardening for three days and that person already has 12 reviews so i guess it works the same the way with the reviews i guess we'll leave you a review and i guess you get you also get to review your guest as a uh, experience host but uh there's a free day farming and gardening trip there's hiking outdoors with ted the ranger uh for three days as well and and these are all these experiences are priced are all around 150 to 250 dollars there's a music and Latin dancing. There's LGBT advocacy and neighborhood architecture. So there's lots of uh, lots of different experiences, and they are categorized uh, by city, but also by category. So you'll see arts and design, and then you'll see social impact, food and drink, lifestyle, entertainment, sports, you name it. So 
Anyway, it's a, I think it's a really cool uh, addition to the platform. So continuing with my overview of the different events that the Airbnb opened. So on Thursday, after the announcement, there were, were neighborhood walks. And then in the evening, there were dinners. And then on Friday and Saturday, there were lots of uh, speaking events. So uh, there was lots of different locations, different theaters. It was uh, it was all spread out sort of over an area of about, I don't know, five or six blocks downtown Los Angeles. It was really cool. There was lots of different locations and lots of things to do. And uh, as I mentioned, there were there was lots of speakers, uh, so lots of interesting stuff to learn. This time they they invited some some pretty well known people to uh, to speak. Obviously, there was the founders of Airbnb. There was the CMO of Airbnb, Jonathan Middenhall. There was Chip Conley, the head of hospitality of Airbnb. Joe Bott, uh, the guy who uh, is responsible for creating uh, the the Airbnb website, like he's in charge of the technical side. But they also invited some celebrities. Uh, there was Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not sure if I pronounced correctly, but she's pretty famous uh, actress. And there was uh, Ashton Kutcher was there as well, and he did a speech with Brian Chesky. And there was a little incident during that speech because a young lady came onto the stage and she wanted to protest against the Airbnbs on the settlements, the Jewish settlements in Palestina or that part of uh, Israel that you know people refer to as Palestina. I'm not exactly uh, sure what the deal is over there, but um, in any case... She wasn't uh, very happy about the fact that there's uh, people who run Airbnbs in that particular area in Israel. So she f- uh, felt the need to get on the stage with a big flag and it said Airbnb out of settlements. And I guess the security, I don't know why they let, a, let her up the stage, but but in any case, Ashton Kutcher kind of uh, was pretty friendly to her. He you know, he sh- shook her hand. You know, he, he told her something like, Hey, let me let me explain you, you know, how I feel about Airbnb, and then she's like, "No, let me explain you what you know what I think about Airbnb." And she started talking, and he's like, "Well, you know, it's not really your turn to speak. It's not really your stage right now." But he was really polite, and you know, eventually the security guards uh, kind of uh, you know escorted her uh, out of the room. But uh, you can see the video; it's on it's on YouTube. I'll I'll put a link uh, on the show note page that you can find at getpaidforyourpad.com/slash/podcast. That's where you'll see all the episodes. And so, if you click on uh, on this one, you'll you find the the link in the show notes, so you can watch the video. You can also just uh, go on YouTube and search for Ashton Kutcher protest at Airbnb, and then you'll probably find it as well. By the way, uh, at airbnbopen.com, the website, you can you can find lots of videos of the event. So if you're interested, uh, go ahead and, and watch some of those. So then um, let me uh, talk a little bit about the presentation that, that I did. So I was presenting together with Susan Douglas, who has a website, airbnbexpert.com. She was also a guest on the podcast before, episode uh, 108. And so we met uh, briefly uh, a few days before the event to sort of discuss what we're going to be talking about. And the topic of our our talk was branding on Airbnb. So how do you brand your listing? Which is a topic that I actually didn't feel so familiar with because I've, I've never really thought about branding on Airbnb. 
So I really had to uh, kind of gather my thoughts and and uh, I actually Googled uh, what is a brand to to completely understand you know, what, what that actually means. And it's funny because I came across an article where I think it was a Forbes article and the author explained that brand is kind of an interesting word because everybody kind of knows what it is, but very few people know exactly what it is. And, and I guess a lot of people have different interpretations of the word brand as well. But my interpretation was kind of the brand of your listing is what somebody would think about your listing and think about you as a host after spending a few minutes of scrolling around through your listing. And, uh, you know, I, I won't repeat the whole talk that I did. If people are interested, then, you know, I could do another episode on that. But um, I can give you kind of the takeaways. So me and Susan, we, we both talked for about 20 minutes and then we took uh, questions and answers after that. But I think the the main takeaways are, you know, when you have your Airbnb listing, you need to think about, you know, who is your audience? Like, who do you want to host? And who would be the people that would love to stay at your listing most? And so, for example, in, you know, in my case, my apartment is very suitable for uh, groups that consist of two couples because I have two bedrooms that are equal size and they're on opposite ends of the apartment. So you have a lot of privacy uh, as a couple. You won't necessarily hear what's going on in the other bedroom. And so, you know, I, I never thought about branding my Airbnb listing. It's just that my guests just told me that that was something that they really, uh, really enjoyed and that's something that's very rare in Amsterdam as well. So I realized that that was kind of my unique selling point and that I should target uh, that specific audience. And so I do that by using my title. I call my listing Perfect Couples Getaway. And I also highlight sort of the things that I think that couples would enjoy doing. So and when you're a couple, you probably want to go out to restaurants. You you know, you, you probably want to go to some museums and stuff. So in my listing, I emphasize that there's lots of really nice restaurants in my neighborhood and that it's walking distance to lots of museums. Now, what I don't do is mention any of the sort of you know, the more well-known things about Amsterdam, like, you know, the partying, the drugs, the red light districts, those are all things that I don't talk about at all in my listing because that's not, you know, the people that come to Amsterdam to enjoy those aspects of the city is not the the audience that I that I want to target. And so, so that's kind of my brand, you know, my brand is, you know, I have a perfect place for, uh, for couples. And so, you know, the question is like, who do you, how do you figure out you know, what your brand is. Well, I think there's there's three ways how you can look at it. You can either think, you can either look at your your place, your your accommodation, your your house or your your spare room or whatever it is, and and just think, you know, who is this most suitable for? And you know, that's how I figured out what my brand was. But you can also think about, you know, who who visits my area. So Susan, for example, uh, she talked a lot about. The fact that in in her particular area, she lives in uh, in North Hollywood. There's lots of young girls visiting her area who who come to to dance or to act. I uh, can't remember exactly what it was, but but in any case, that's you know young girls from all over the world. That's kind of like an audience for her, and so she she kind of optimized her listing specifically for for these young women. And how she came up with that was because she noticed that a lot of these girls were visiting her area and were staying at her place. So that's how she figured it out. So the second way is you can you can look at you know who is you know who visits my area. The third way you can think about it is to ask yourself who do I want to host. 
because you know especially if you're if you share your space with your guests then you don't just want to host to anyone probably because you know you're always going to have somebody in your house almost if you're doing it full time so it becomes a pretty big part of your life and so you want to host people that you can relate to that you you know enjoy spending time with and you know whatever whoever those people may be that's something that you can think about as well and then if you figure that out then you can use your listing to communicate and you know specifically speak to that audience and one comment that Susan made that I I thought was really helpful is you know if instead of thinking about you know an audience which is like a group of people right there's lots of different people in that group you can also just think about your perfect client like your perfect guest and kind of turn that person into a like a, a mascot. Uh, so, you know, if you think about your perfect guest and then and then just think about what would that person want? You know, what would that person want to do? What does that person need? And then you can sort of optimize your listing for that particular like hypothetical person. And then if you do that, then your listing will automatically communicate and, and talk to, to that specific audience. So that's kind of a, a recap of uh, of the things that we talked about. By the way, it was it was really cool. Uh, we were presenting in in a, a pretty small place actually. It was a uh, it was the the Pattern Bar in downtown LA, and you know they they originally had envisioned that about sixty people would show up, and so they you know they put a bunch of chairs in the bar, and they figured sixty people would be uh, a good uh, a good fit, but a lot more people showed up and initially they only wanted to let 60 people in but then you know me and susan both obviously wanted to give as many people the chance to to attend as possible so you know we told the airbnb uh guys to to let more people in so eventually they brought in you know more places to sit and then the whole place kind of filled up with uh with people standing as well and so i think once everybody was in, it it must have been like at least double. Maybe there was like 120, 130, maybe even 150 people. But even then, there was still a line outside of at least a block. So a lot of people couldn't get in. And I received a lot of messages as well from from uh, people that listened to the podcast or or just other people that wanted to attend the presentation but couldn't. And um, yeah, some people were pretty disappointed and uh, kind of yelled at the bouncer. But and, and I, I understand why because you know these events are all at the same time, and so some people were waiting in line for half an hour and they couldn't get in. And then by the time you can't get in, it's kind of too late to go to a different event. So you're kind of like wasting your time. Anyway, I hope that this this is a message for uh, the people who organize Airbnb Open next year. You know, to give me or me and Susan, if, if we're going to do it together again, hopefully I'll, I'll get a bigger space so that more people can come to the presentation. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll see that for uh, next year. Uh, by the way, rumor has it that next year we'll be in London. Uh, this is not confirmed, but uh, it seems like a logical place. Uh, this year it was in the US. Last year it was in Europe. So you would think that Europe is up for next year. And then London is the second biggest uh, Airbnb market in Europe. So I think that uh, makes a lot of sense. But we'll see. They haven't announced it yet. Uh, I think they will probably announce it soon, though. Last year, they announced, I think every single time so far, they've announced uh, the next location you know, at the at the Airbnb Open. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that uh, this time. So then on Saturday, there was... A uh, bunch of events as well, like Friday and Saturday, the whole day, there was all sorts of speakers and all sorts of stuff going on. But then uh, Saturday, 
uh, around five o'clock or so, there was the yearly Bellow Awards. And um, these are awards that hosts uh, receive for being an exceptional host, doing something really cool for your guests, or having a unique listing. And so uh, the founders, uh, Brian, uh, uh, Joe, and, and Nate, they uh, they presented uh, these awards. There was a there was a comedian as well who was who was pretty funny. I can't remember his name, but uh, he made some pretty funny jokes. So that was uh, that was quite entertaining. But uh, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, they uh, they got all the people who uh, who won the awards on the on the stage. Uh, it was you know a, a little bit uh, too much like feel good for for my uh, for my taste. Maybe that's because uh, I'm uh, from Holland, and in Holland we have a saying, you know, being normal is already crazy enough. But uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a show, and they, you know, it's it's a lot of uh, image building, how you know belong anywhere and. Airbnb is all about love, about contributing, about giving. And, you know, although I, I, I think that's great, I just kind of felt like it's a little bit too much sometimes uh, at, at these events, you know. And I, I also heard some people commenting on there was a Q&A session with, uh, with Brian, Joe, and, and Nate. And, you know, a lot of people want to know things like, okay, what do they think about, you know, the developments in New York where, you know, the city is pretty much trying to ban Airbnb. And, you know, there's, there's, there's some other stuff going on that, you know, people probably want to know their opinion about, but I guess they, you know, they're probably not allowed to speak about that from uh, the the legal department or their their PR advisors or whatever it may be. But apparently, the questionnaire, the questions that they supposedly got from the audience, they were all sort of kind of in line with the things that they want to talk about, right? The things that they want to communicate. How Airbnb is about about sharing, um, about you know belonging everywhere, about um, you know, connecting with people and providing, you know, people with, with amazing local experiences and stuff. And, you know, there was very little room for, uh, to talk about any, any sort of things that are, aren't go- really going, you know, Airbnb's way. And there's, you know, there's a lot of places around the world where there's a lot of, uh, friction between the, you know, the local authorities, between the public, even there's, there, there was some demonstrations, by the way, here in LA as well. Cause a lot of people seem to think that, you know, Airbnb is is not good for the neighborhoods because they they take uh, residential accommodation out of the city and and you know and turn it into like illegal hotels. And so, if you if you walk around at this event, it it kind of it kind of feels like you know everything is awesome and everything is is going perfectly. But in in reality, there's there's obviously a lot of stuff going on uh, that. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of friction, and a, and so I think it would be interesting if uh, if those guys would uh, would would speak a little bit more about that because people want to know, and it's you know it's interesting, and uh, to kind of hear always hear the same message uh, about uh, about the things I mentioned uh, gets a little uh, repetitive sometimes. But in any case, I do think it, it was a great event. It was very well organized, and uh, you know I can only imagine how much effort it takes to organize an event like this with with you know anywhere from i don't know between 6000 and 15000 hosts showing up from all around the world so definitely uh, i think they did a did a good job and uh, i'm looking forward to next year's event so to finalize this uh, this episode uh, again uh, a shout out to to the sponsor uh hostfully um, i'm i'm using them myself 
And uh, I, I have actually had several comments from from my guests who have told me that they found it really useful. And you know, I, I found it very useful too because you know I used to send out a PDF that I would attach to an email, but uh, now that I'm using Hostfully, I can I can just send my guests a link. And you know, Airbnb, by the way, have updated their messaging uh, app and also the the messaging system that you use on. Uh, on the desktop, you can now send links and attachments and photos even to your guests f- uh, within the Airbnb app. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from using email at all because now all the functionality is sort of on the Airbnb platform. So I may well as well use that, and especially now that I don't need to send attachment, I just sent a link to my my own customized uh, guidebook that I created on uh, hostfully.com. And so again, if you if you want to check it out, it's completely free. So it's kind of a no brainer. Uh, you go to hostfully.com slash PAD and and especially for get paid for your pet listeners, uh, you can get a free guidebook consultation. So the the people at Hostfully will actually help you to convert your the guidebook that you have right now, whether it's a Word document or a PDF or whatsoever, they'll help you to convert that and in, into a uh, a beautiful designed and nicely looking uh, online guidebook. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, other than that, of course, uh, I'll, I'll put all these links and, and, and videos and stuff that I talked about. I put it in the show notes for this episode so that you can uh, you can go ahead and check that out at getpaidforyourpet.com slash podcast. That's where you find all the episodes. And um, we'll, uh, we'll have a lot of episodes coming up. Uh, um, I'm going to focus uh, on the podcast a lot in the next uh, in the next few months. I'm, I'm even thinking about doing uh, two episodes a week. So, you know, definitely uh, stay tuned. And uh, I have met a lot of people uh, here at the Airbnb Open that I want to interview in the in the next few months. And another thing I realized is there are so many startups in the Airbnb space now. Uh, I've met some, um, some new startups that are doing some great things. And so I thought maybe I'll do a podcast where I'll just kind of give an overview of you know who are all these startups what do they do how can you use them etc just to give you guys a kind of an update of uh, what's going on in that space so keep an eye out for that and uh, thanks for listening and see you uh, next time get paid for your pet get paid for your pet get paid for your pet